constantly changing And I don't want to be jaded So I'll free my mind and be patient Cause the light is shining off Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out www.nowhearthis.biz. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. We are coming to you from Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out on the web at www.cbpro, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. We are thrilled to be on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Lots of great guests on Now You Hear This Entertainment, or as I've taken to calling it, NHTE. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from, I'll say, the greater Los Angeles area, my guest is a singer-songwriter who plays guitar and just released a six-song EP called Dagger and Suede in late June. Early in her career, a self-released album of hers had great success that led to song placements on TV's Party of Five and in an HBO film. Plus, she played major festivals and even opened for Jewel. She has spent extended time in India and Hawaii and even has an extensive background in dance. You've been hearing one of her songs entitled Change is Constantly Changing. It's my pleasure to welcome to the show Jillian Spear. Hello. Thanks for having me. Hey, Jillian. So great to talk to you. Thanks for being here today. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, it wouldn't be another episode of Now Hear This Entertainment if we didn't start off by having the guest talk about the song that was playing during the intro. So, Jillian, tell the listeners all about Change is Constantly Changing. Cool title, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, um, it's a little long, but... um, So is Warzniak. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Change is Constantly Changing is just about how, you know, the perpetual uh, constant change that life is constantly presenting us and just when you kind of think something's gonna calm down and stay the same and not change it's gonna change too so the change itself is is changing and i just kind of had that revelation and the song kind of came out and there you have it it makes me think uh for some reason of of the rush song free will if you choose not to decide you still have made a choice (laughs) ah there you go or uh, or the old Steve Martin comedy albums when he said, the times, they are a-shonging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Steve Martin. <laughs> it, it took until episode 85 for me to sing on my own show. <laughs> right on, Bruce. That was awesome. <laughs> it, it took having Jillian Spear as the guest to inspire me and draw it out of me. <laughs> and listeners, if you're really lucky, we'll, we'll twist her arm to sing a little bit for us. Um, That was my my cold, the cold that I I have a little cold right now. I'm sounding a little congested, so please don't do it. (laughs) Well, as a PR guy, I like that technique. It means you'll just have to have me back on another time, Bruce, so that I'm in full voice and I can sing then. Exactly. Get yourself another appearance. (laughs) Well, uh, Jillian, first things first, congratulations on the release of the EP. Um, Before we talk about it, Although it got released in late June, I want to understand that there's actually a full-length album due out before the end of 2015. Is that correct? Well, what we did was we made a big record. It's uh, 14 songs, and uh, we we wanted to release, you know, five or six of those so that we could create a buzz and introduce my music to the world, um, you know, all over again and on a bigger scale. And so we did, uh, this EP release to, you know, create a buzz and to kind of rear in the, the industry. And we have, uh, strategies that we're taking and it's a little bit of a slow burn but um exciting stuff is happening slowly but surely and hopefully i will get picked up by um, a great indie label and uh put out the whole record i love it i love it that's a that's a great strategy a great approach 
Um, so does that mean that the, the 14 songs, does that mean that the other eight are already done, recorded, finished? Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we made a whole record and it, it took us several years and, um, on and off and, uh, it's done and it's, I was I was uh, with my producer. He was uh, we were kind of you know not arguing, but kind of uh, having a banter about. It's like it's too many songs, and I'm like, no, it's it's an energy. It's it has to be these this body of work and 14 songs. It was so. So, what is kind of the theme of the Dagger and Suede EP, and who did? All the writing on it, because I know you did have a producer, you just mentioned him, a, a Grammy Award winner, I might add, but I don't know if, if he wrote it with you or if he just produced it, if you wrote everything yourself or did some co-writes with someone else. What, what's what's the story there? Yeah, I wrote Daggers and Suede. It's, uh, it's plural. It's Daggers and Suede. But um, Daggers and Suede, I wrote, and I pretty much write almost all of my songs. Occasionally, I will co-write with my producer, we did co-write um, a couple things on the record, but most everything that I do is just written by me. And now, because the, the listeners are going to say, well, <laughs> who is this guy? Uh, go ahead and, and introduce, so to speak, uh, your, your producer uh, mentioned those kind of lofty credentials. So uh, tell people who he is and, and how you got put together with him. Yeah, Chameleon is a very seasoned uh, producer. He uh, toured with The Time back in the day. He also, he's got Grammys for mixing. He's an incredible mixing engineer. He plays every instrument. I don't know what it is with those guys from Minneapolis, but they play like every single <laughs> instrument. <laughs> and uh, And he is just, it's crazy because in different, circles he's known as a mixer in other circles he's known as this incredible bass player in other circles he's known as this incredible keyboardist and um so he's just multi-talented and and very seasoned and i've known him for many years and he really gets what i'm doing and um so it was important to have somebody that you trust and that really understands your music to to make the record with and um yeah he he just got two grammys um working with the robert glasper trio um or robert glasper solo and he's i don't know if you know who he is he's um incredible uh he's kind of like the modern day herbie hancock Mm -hmm, of our time mm -hmm. so yeah uh chameleon aka keith lewis he's very respected and very loved among very sophisticated um, circles in the music industry, um, all crossing crossing genres from all the way from like the Prince uh, time era, Jesse Johnson era, all the way into the mint or uh, mint condition um, R&B to uh, Robert Glasper jazz. And he's got a lot of hits in dance hall. Now he's working with me. So He's just really talented. Okay, there's a flurry of follow-up questions that are rushing into my head. Let me see if I can remember them all. One of them is when you say you talked about his work uh, with The Time. Are you talking about Moore's Day and The Time? Yeah. All right. I'm giving myself just a minor little pat on the back for that one. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Second question is... um, you said you've known him for many years, but but do you remember what you know? What is the story? How did you first be, get introduced to him? How did you first come to know him? We met at a music festival that I was playing at, and um, just hit it off and and became really close. That was God many years ago. Um, I don't even know what year that was. Probably the early two thousands. But in other words, and- you you you. You stayed on that right away. It wasn't kind of a, well, you know, I stayed in touch with them from time to time, and then eventually we came together. It sounds to me like, no, we we hit it off, and we, you know, we're... Oh, yeah, we've been very, very close ever since. Nice, so, nice. Yeah, and and we, we made a five-song EP uh, years ago, and, and I put it out on iTunes, but um, we didn't push it. It was just kind of a casual experiment. And uh, with that EP, I got um, a few record deals that I ended up walking away from, but because they just weren't in alignment with my vision, and they wanted to kind of do their own thing to meet with me, and and I mm. wasn't having it. <laughs> 
Well, how you know how how nice it is to hear of of someone that stayed true to who they were because obviously there's listeners who are you know who are uh, thinking first of all I'm I'm glad that you said you know what what the outcome was of those but I know there's listeners who are saying well why would she walk away from those because unfortunately as you and I know Jillian the overwhelming majority of of people in that position would jump at it and say look whatever you want me to do you know I'd, I'd love a record deal so uh, I'm taking my hat off to you. For staying true to who you are and and saying it's not it's not who I am it's not who I want to be. Yeah, I, I have I've had a, in my career I've had four different million dollar deals. I walked away from two of those million dollar deals and and two of them dropped me right when the record business was kind of crashing so to speak and it was going into more pop consolidation. The singer songwriters were no longer getting signed and um, it was really changing drastically. They were losing money. They were losing their their empire, and uh, rightly so, because it was built on robbing and taking money from the artists, and not it just wasn't fair. Um, however, the labels that were into signing the Dave Matthews and the Ben Harpers and the Tracy Chapmans and the Sarah McLaughlins and all the singer songwriters and all that great quality music that was happening, they weren't going to sign it anymore because it wasn't making that pop money that they needed to save their business. So yeah, I walked away from $2 million deals and I I don't regret it for a second because my art is more important to me than money. And I would rather do it, you know, my way and the right way and stay true and stay in integrity with my art. Um, because that is what a true artist is. And I've, I've sacrificed and bled too much over my instrument and over, um, being a true artist and being looked at that way and, and represented that way and seen that way and, and just really carrying the lineage of the people that inspired me to even start writing uh, songs. I, it's my job as a singer-songwriter to really carry the torch and represent the legacy that came before me. Fantastic, fantastic. I'm, I'm just... Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm in awe. I'm, I'm re- just sitting here in admiration. That's, that's a story that, that I think more people need to hear. Uh, and I'm, 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 you know, and I think big, you know, so I'm, I'm saying, you know, USA Today needs to hear that story. Uh, Billboard magazine needs, needs to hear that story. And, and more so, some of, you know, the up and comers that are out there uh, need to hear a lot of the up and comers need, you know, I, I think you need to be Jillian Spear, uh, recording artist, singer, songwriter, guitar player, speaker, um, you know, leader, because that's, that's very impactful. And, and uh, just wow, I, I, that's, that's, that's a keeper. That's a keeper that that will that will hands down without a question, uh, be listed in the show quotes on on the, uh, the page on nhte.net for this episode. But Wow. Thank you. Yeah, really. And, and, you know, it's, it's interesting too, Jillian, because, uh, certainly there are things in our past that we can all point to that shape who we are today. Um, I don't want to put words in your mouth or overstate it. You know, that, that might be part of who Jillian Spear is in the year 2015, but, um, it may not necessarily be something that you're really crazy about looking back on, but at the same time, wow, what a, what a powerful, powerful message there is in that for you. Yeah, I feel really grateful for the experience and the journey that I've been on in this music industry. And I I feel happy that I've stayed true. And I really just don't have a choice. It's just you have to go with your gut and what feels right. And if it didn't feel right, I wasn't going to do it. And, um, you know, compromising the integrity of, of my art was not an option. <laughs> well, let me ask this question, because if it's on my mind, then I know it's on the minds of some of the listeners out there. Were there any people around you, family, friends, uh, colleagues that said you're crazy? You're turning uh, it down. What's the matter with you? Go back, call them back. Tell them you changed. What, did, did you have people like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I my whole life I've been a little bit. Um, I'm an Aquarius, so we're the nonconformists of the zodiac. So I've always uh, walked to the beat of my own drum, and everybody was going right. I was going left. I was the first person to wear Birkenstocks, and I got made fun of. Fun of, and then the next year Birkenstocks was everybody's wearing Birkenstocks. <laughs> I, that's just one small, silly example, but it, I've always been kind of, a, um, you know, just a nonconformist. So I, I've 
you know, people try to tell me what to do. I love mentorship and I love guidance and I love wisdom and I, I take it in like a sponge, but um, I don't do very well with um, people telling me what to do. So it, I always just, I'm good at kind of dealing with that and I would laugh and, and be very confident and uh, very solid in my decision and, and they weren't surprised. And, but, but more than anything, what I got was good for you. You know, yeah, everybody yeah. around me was like, All right that. on. That's, that. that's great. All right. So here's, th- this is the goofy Bruce that's about to come out. So for openers, if, if you truly are the Steve Martin fan that you claim to be, then you know, the nonconformist oath, right? He did that on one of his old comedy albums. Oh, where he no, said, let's no, repeat the nonconformist oath. And so he's up on stage and he's, and he's got the whole audience repeating back to him, I promise to be different. And they all say, I, come on, Jillian, say, I promise to be different. I promise to be different. I promise to be unique. <laughs> I promise to be unique. I promise not to repeat things other people say. I promise not to repeat things other people say. Uh, anyhow, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. Yeah, I need I need to get him on the podcast to promote the music that he does with. Um, oh boy, see, I went and set myself up. I'm not going to remember her name now. Uh, the other thing was uh, just because I I am this trivial, um, I don't want to let go of the the one other thing that was burning in my mind when you were talking about Chameleon, which was um, you mentioned that he's from Minneapolis, and we're I'm starting to see this recurrence here on the show. Just two weeks ago, the guest was Mark Andrew who was on American Idol this year, and he was on uh, The Voice in 2013. And he was talking about how he's in Minnesota and was really describing uh, what the music scene is like up there. And I told him about episode 61 with Cena Earhart, who's also uh, from Minnesota. And so lo and behold, even though, uh, Jillian, you're in in California and you're originally from Seattle, we uh, somehow managed to get another Minnesota reference on there. (laughs) I know. Well, it was in Minnesota and um, Minnesota, Minnesota <laughs> and uh, and Seattle are, you know, same latitude lines that the weather and just the vibe is, is very similar. It's cool. Mm. Uh, Jillian, within days of the EP coming out, you had a show at a great venue in L.A., the Hotel Cafe, um, presumably a, a EP release party. I, I, I wonder how, how did that event go? And uh, for those that are listening that are artists putting out EPs or CDs, what all did you do to promote that event? Um, it, it went great. It was a great turnout um, for Sunday night. And uh, I I generally, I have a very large, I did live shows for years. And if you're, if you claim to be a musician, you need to perform live. Um, and that's not something, that's actually something I haven't been doing lately, but I'm going to get back into it. I just had to finish the record and you can only do so much. But um, I really created a fan base and an email base. So I reached out to my large email list, um, let them know about the show. And then you need to reach out on social media um, I used to drive around town and drop flyers everywhere when people were more um, hands-on. Mm-hmm. I I do some of that as well, but um, it's more online now because mm-hmm. things are changing. Mm-hmm. The industry is changing by the month at, at, right now. So I, I mean, there's just everything's changing by you know by the month. Every thirty days, it's changing. Is what is what I'm finding. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think just social media and getting people out and then you you put on a great show and then they want to come back and they tell their friends and you really have to do it the grassroots way and and so i just kind of reached out to my fan base that i already had cultivated that that was though your your formal ep release party though yes yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from the greater Los Angeles area is singer-songwriter Jillian Spear. Visit her official website at www.jillianspear.com. That's spelled S-P-E-E-R, but you can also look at the title of this episode on your listening device to get the proper spelling of her name. She, of course, is on social media, too. On jillianspear.com, you'll find links to her Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter Plus, she is also on YouTube, so do check her out on there. And of course, do purchase her new EP, Daggers and Suede, which is available on iTunes. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nowhearthis.biz. 
That's spelled H-E-A-R, as in you hear with your ear. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nowhearthis.biz and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free and it makes it very easy to get the show every week. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you. And please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. I just mentioned a couple of them already, Mark Andrew and Cena Earhart. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nowhearthis.biz to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and or become a Twitter follower. And the big news of late, there is now an Instagram account just for this show. Please follow on Instagram at Now Hear This Entertainment. There are pictures of guests being posted on there and pictures from NHTE interviews being done right here in Crystal Blue Sound Studios. And certainly just a big, big thanks to all those who are not first timers. I'm really grateful for all of you who continue to listen to the show. It's amazing to see where in the world some of you are listening from. Jillian, I mentioned YouTube in there uh, among your social media. Before we break away, from the talk about your EP, there's a Daggers and Suede behind-the-scenes video on your YouTube channel. So, speaking of seeing where my show's listeners are located, wow, there there are some really exotic locales in that video of yours. Where in the world, or, or at least where in the U.S., did you go, <laughs> did you go for all that? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's two videos. We did uh, Mini Docos introducing the album and me to the world on a greater scale. And we um, did a behind the scenes and then a making of. So those are the two videos I would direct uh, people to see. They're about four minutes each and I'm, I'm really proud of them. We went to a lot of different locations. I was lucky to work with a man named Jim Sanderson who has done a lot of work for years with National Geographic and the Discovery Channel and he's wow. an aerial photographer and he has a drone. And wow. I didn't even know what a drone was. I was like, a drone? You mean like a... <laughs> so... Uh, we went to, so he had a lot of um, very creative ideas. The first place he wanted to take me to was Trona Pinnacles, which is way out in Timbuktu, down the, <laughs> out into the Mojave Desert, um, you know, four hours down no man's land outside of L.A., and it's where Star Wars was filmed. Wow. So we went there, and he got his drone out, and I just kind of stood and walked around in front of the Pinnacles, and it's a, it's a dry lake bed apparently and it's hmm. it was just amazing um and then next to the trona pinnacles about 10 minutes down the road is a ghost town um called trona t-r-o-n-a so there's just a lot of burned down kind of uh, he wanted to put my music in front of a like a very drastic uh, contrast. So my music is this one thing, and then he wanted to kind of place me in a very um, opposite, mm-hmm. contrasting, mm-hmm. Um, you know, background. So we were in. Um, apparently, it was the doctor's house. It was a famous doctor in town, and um, it was. A, you could tell it was a very nice house and just amazing. Um, uh, you know, kind of a scene. So I was in the living room, and then I was in. Um, the bedroom and I was in different areas of the house and we were shooting in like 105 degree weather. Oh mm. my God. Boy, oh boy. And so that was really cool. We did that. And then he wanted to go up to Cayucas Bay, Moro Bay, where they shot the Goonies with that big rock. <laughs> so that was really cool. So we drove up north um, to, you know, Northern California and shot some stuff there. Other stuff was shot in my backyard. I have a 10, uh, I have a 10 tree fruit orchard, 10 different fruit trees in my backyard here in here in Los Angeles. And so a lot of it was there. And then, um, and then another place was my favorite sunset spot down in Malibu. Beautiful. beautiful. And then, and then the rest, and then the rest was in the studio. Sure. Sure. And, yeah. sure. yeah. And, and this was all over what space of time that you did all this filming? Um, on and off for a couple months. Okay. Okay. Well, and, uh, viewers, or I'm sorry, listeners, uh, view those videos as, as Jillian was just saying. I mean, uh, I certainly watched them and, and Jillian, I must say that, you know, they look fantastic. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're beautiful to begin with. And, and then, uh, you know, just to see those, those locations, um, to have someone like him on board for the project, I, I do have to ask, I'm curious, how, how did you come to, to be able to work with, with someone with, with those kind of credentials? How did you come to, to know him uh, my sister knew him and she uh, introduced us and 
and said, you guys should work together. And he heard my music and he was like, uh, we need to do something together. And, and I said, oh, oh my, I said, oh God, thank you. Please, let's do it. Because when somebody's really seasoned like that, you can't, you know, there's no price you can put on it. He's uh, he's a storyteller and a cinematographer. And so, yeah, I was really lucky to be able to work with him. Well, and I imagine that, uh, you know, with his body of work, it wasn't even a case, of, a case of location scouting. It was just all the work that he's done over the years. He just kind of draws these out of his mental Rolodex and says, this would be a good place to do it. We're going here. Oh, oh yeah. And he's got, so, he's got so many more places he wants to take sure. me to. And it's, it's always an adventure. You go, oh, where are we going next? Wow, how exciting. Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is if you are proofing final audio, music that you are about to have released professionally, listen to it with headphones. This will give you the best chance at hearing anything and everything. Listening through computer or other such speakers runs too much of a risk of you being distracted and not focusing on every little sound. You'll feel that much more confident in the end product. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. Are you digging the Bruce's Bonus segment each week? Listeners, are the tips helping you out, musicians and entertainers who are listening? There's one on every episode. We've even got an ebook for sale at nowhearthis.biz containing the bonus from each of the first 40 episodes. So go there and check that out. Speaking of YouTube, how does one go about getting their video picked up by Vivo? Uh, because they, they obviously have some real clout and, and name recognition in the world of YouTube. And three of your videos uh, on there on YouTube are stamped by Vivo and, and no surprise are doing really well. Listeners check out these statistics. One of Jillian's videos has almost 62,000 views in two months. Another has over 26,000 in that same period. And a, uh, making of daggers and suede video has over 14,000 views in just one month. So Jillian, how does someone get their videos in with Vivo? Um, we teamed up with view maniac, who they are one of the the most reputable, um, well-known online social media companies, and they took took on those videos and said, you know, we get legitimate views. This is what we do. Let's. Um, they put a whole campaign together for me, and we just teamed up with them. So. They that was kind of their doing. Um, I was really lucky to be able to. Chameleon found them, and they came highly recommended, and and we did some great work together. That, and I'm going to keep working with them. They're they're incredible. Outstanding. Uh, let's shift to some of your life experiences, Jillian, because you've got quite a fascinating background, and I want my listeners. Uh, those who are hearing about Jillian Spear for the first time, to learn more about you. For starters, and this takes me back to an, another past episode of our show, episode 54 with Roger Yeager. He's a singer-songwriter based in Nashville. Um, he spent a year in the following place as well. But Jillian, at age 16, you spent a school year in India. Um, so I wonder what prompted that? How did you like it? And what did you take away from it? Well, I had kind of... <laughs> run my course in my small town uh, of 30,000 people. It was a very liberal, very artistic, very cool town north of Seattle. But um, I had just literally done so many things in the town and uh, from all the dance competitions and uh, I studied classical guitar for six years from 10 to 16. So by the time I was 16, I was writing songs. I had already been in a bunch of um, musicals and theater and I even did musicals at the college the college director was calling me in so I had just done so many so much by the time I was 16 that I was like get me the hell out of here I gotta go see the world mm -hmm. mom I gotta I've outgrown this town get me out of here I'm bigger than this I gotta go you know I was I wanted to join the Peace Corps I wanted to just <laughs> leave I wanted to go travel the world and so the most uh the most, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The thing that made sense was to stay in school. Obviously, I wasn't I wasn't allowed to drop out of school by any means. So uh, I thought, 
well, let me let me apply for being an exchange student. And I think about 32 kids applied, and then they narrow it down to 12, uh, okay. and then they narrow it down to five, okay. and then those five kids, they go into your home, and they just investigate your entire, hmm. you know, I think they go inside the bathroom, they got, no, I'm kidding. They, they literally <laughs> were like... They were checking us out on every level. And they slice open and, the teddy bear and say, what's inside here? Yeah, what's this? Exactly. It's, just, it's yeah. really just stuffing it. It really felt to like that. Down. It was like, whoa, this is serious. And it was, it was Rotary, Rotary uh, International. And ah. yeah, the Rotary Club <laughs> sent me abroad. So I got picked out of uh, all those kids. I was the lucky one that got picked. And you're, you literally have to sign papers. You're an, ambassador of the, of, you're an ambassador of the United States. You cannot leave the country while you're there. And you cannot stay one day or one less day than one 365 days and uh they say here's your top here's all the countries you can go to pick your top five send it in with an essay and cross your fingers see what happens Mm. um i really wanted to go to brazil or spain because of classical guitar Mm -hmm. um, because i've been studying it so intensely and Mm -hmm. um i wanted to go really bad to brazil um and I put India as the very last one. I really <laughs> just kind of on accident. And what they do is they send out your papers. And sometimes like Brazil wanted um, a, a male American that year. Hmm. Uh, other con- like I think Spain wanted somebody from Germany that year. So because they have to keep switching it up themselves. So mm-hmm. India wanted a female American hmm. and I was crying and I was so upset, but it was completely meant to be. It was the best thing that ever happened to wow. me. And there really is a divine plan unfolding. And I, you know, whatever that is to certain people, I, I just do believe that there's something bigger happening. And, and it was really um, meant to be. And mm. it was an amazing experience. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, gosh, I don't know how we can follow that up, but I, I do want to know, uh, what about the three year songwriting stint that you did in Maui? How, how did that come about? Well, it was kind of after being tossed around in the music industry and then having a breakup from a five year relationship and just kind of done with, uh, the, I just needed a break from the industry and I needed a break from Los Angeles. And I went to Maui. I had been there. I'd been back and forth to Hawaii, um, and lived there for almost a year, uh, many years prior, and just went for a vacation and ended up moving out there. Uh, <laughs> I went back and forth 22 times in, in three years. But uh, so but I was counting. <laughs> yeah, I, wow. I was counting. Wow. So I, because I, I kept, I wanted to keep doing shows and keep, keep the ball rolling over here, but I was based over there. And then after three years of doing that and kind of feeling like I had that great respite and, got the music together on a different level that I wanted to come back and, and start, start over and hit it, hit the ground running. And that's what I've been doing ever since. Mm -hmm. Wow. Fascinating. Just a, but I swam, I swam with dolphins in the wild. Um, I, I met these people that are dolphin cinematographers. So they would Mm. get up at six in the morning. We'd meet at seven in the morning in, in a bay and the dolphins would come in really early and, and feed, and, uh, you know, you're jumping into the, the wild, wild west because it's just the <laughs> big, big, vast ocean. So it was it was great to be led by them who kind of do it for a living. And that was an amazing experience as well. So in your personal private collection, do you have some nice uh, pictures and hopefully even video of swimming, swimming with dolphins? Yeah, yeah, I do. Wow. I do. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from the greater Los Angeles area, it's singer-songwriter Jillian Spear. Visit her official website at www.jillianspear.com. That's spelled S-P-E-E-R. But you can also just look at the title of this episode and your listening device to get the proper spelling of her name. Maybe your maybe your first name, Jillian, is the one that they need help with. Yeah, J- <laughs> J-I-L-L-I-A-N, S-P-E-E-R, no A, no S. It's not Brittany. It's- <laughs> It's a German last name. <laughs> Jillian, of course, is on social media too. On JillianSpear.com, you'll find links to her Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Plus, as we were discussing, she is also on YouTube. So do check her out on there. And of course, do purchase her new EP, Daggers and Suede, which is available on iTunes. You will also want to keep up with Jillian online so that you can watch for information as news becomes public 
about when the full album will be released. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nowhearthis.biz. It's spelled H-E-A-R. I really do still have to spell it after 85 episodes. Uh, and here with your ear is a new thing that I came up with so that people will stop spelling it. I'm not even going to say the wrong way that people spell here, but you know who you are and you know how you're spelling it. Stop it. Uh, sign up for the e-newsletter <laughs> at nowhearthis.biz and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free. It makes it so easy to get the show every week. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you ever so much. And please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. A lot of great guests along the way so far. I've only mentioned just a can count on one hand, but there's uh, 84 episodes prior to this one here with Jillian. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nowhearthis.biz to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and or become a Twitter follower. And as I mentioned the big news of late, there is now an Instagram account just for this show. Please follow on Instagram at nowhearthisentertainment. There are pictures of guests being posted on there and pictures from NHTE interviews that we do right here in Crystal Blue Sound Studios. And certainly uh, just a continued big thanks. Can't express my gratitude enough to all of you who are not first-timers. I'm just so grateful for all of you that continue to listen to the show and uh, really do enjoy seeing where everyone is listening from. Jillian, I mentioned back in the intro of this show that in the early part of your career, you got song placement on film and TV. Uh, plus, I mentioned that you played some big festivals and even opened for Jewel. Were you doing all that yourself back then, or, or did you have a team around you? Um, you know, I, I was going to ask you, what about nowadays, if you're handling everything yourself, or, or if you have, say, a manager, a booking agent, a radio promoter, people like that, but you've been, you know, you've been mentioning, you've been making some references during the show so far to uh, the company that helped you with Vivo, and, you know, obviously the producer and, and, you know, the one that shot the videos, I mean, those people specialize in what they do, but is there a team around you that does the types of things that I was mentioning, um, and, and, and same thing for, for the early career uh, success, or did you have people around you then, or is this just all you? Well, back then, um, I've never had a manager. I've never had management. Um, I have been very, very weary to, it's, it's like a marriage. Um, maybe I have commitment issues. I don't know. (laughs) I, I just want to be really careful about that, um, that relationship and who I do choose to go with. I really look forward to finding the right match. I'm finally ready to do that. I wanted to make the record that I knew I needed to make and it's taken some time to do that. So, um, I've never had management. No, but back then when I had placements on television and film, it was more just my CD getting passed around. There was a lot of people in the industry that were, that had it and it was just kind of getting passed around. And I, I think I just got lucky. Um, one person heard it that loved it. They gave it to somebody that was, you know, a music supervisor um, and somebody I know gave my CD to the guy that was directing the HBO film. He loved the music. Um, and so, yeah, it just kind of happened that way, um, That which is very fortunate. And then now I don't have a team. I, uh, I'm just going to start kind of honing in on that. That's the next step. Well, it sounds to me to you know to go back to a reference that you made a little while ago that certainly there is a divine plan to to have the success that you had early on and and it just really be through word of mouth through networking through contacts through you know she told two friends and he told two friends and they told two friends and it and it blew up uh you know it's it's this reporter's opinion if I was a reporter which I'm not uh that uh, you know that that there's a divine plan and and certainly Things are, are lining up nicely for Jillian Spear, and we will continue to hear uh, bigger and better things as uh, as you continue to progress through your career. Yes, absolutely. So um, what what is the plan now going forward? Is it is it to play live shows to start promoting the new music? Is it to try to get back into film and TV placement? Is it getting radio airplay? Is it getting more interviews? Is it some combination of those things? What What can folks look for from you? Yeah, well, right now I'm being played in about 70 um, college radio stations across the country. So um, hopefully that will continue to increase. And then um, absolutely film and television placements, um, getting it into the hands of music supervisors is a huge um, part of this. And then 
getting the getting your kind of gorilla grassroots gorilla marketing social present online presence um, and just presence in general um, on different levels really built so that by when you do hit up management um, or or you you get it built up so much to where they're coming to they're coming for you so um, it's really just doing this gorilla indie push that we're doing um, from my home <laughs> in my office here in my music room and and then taking it from there but television and and movies and radio and uh, getting on the road opening for somebody, hmm. um, of course, doing shows. So, yeah, all of that. Well, I want to pick out one thing in particular that, that you mentioned there, because, again, I'm, I'm always very sensitive to the listeners who are up-and-coming singers, songwriters, performers, entertainers. You mentioned that you're currently getting radio airplay on about 80 college stations. So, again, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but did you do that yourself, or, or did somebody somehow facilitate that, that it's just kind of grown to, to where it's up to a number as, as impressive as 80 right now? Yeah, it's 70, it's 70. 70, not 80. Oh, come on. <laughs> Who's let's, counting? Who's let's, counting? Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's edit it and just leave it at 80. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we hired uh, Tinderbox. They're great. They're out of, um, I think, Minneapolis area, Tinderbox, T-I-N-D-E-R-B-O-X. And they helped us out. They said, we love this, and we know we can get behind this. And um, so that was, that was again, just an indie kind of grassroots um, decision that we, we made to, to work with them and, and help get their help. I mean, I could have done it on my own, but oh my goodness, that's, <laughs> it's, just, it's a lot of work. And when you're saying we, is it you and Chameleon? Is it yeah. you? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that resource. Again, I know that uh, that the listeners who are up and comers appreciate those tips and you know are wondering, well, how do I get my music on College Station? So there you go, listeners. Uh, free a free tip from from Jillian Spear. Uh, we are heading into the home stretch here of of the show, but uh, I want to ask you, Jillian, about one other aspect of your background, and and, and here's why: because it, it it reminds me, and boy, oh boy, this is going way back, uh, all the way back when the show started in episode three. Uh, the guest was Alyssa Jacy, who at one point lived in San Diego and swore she was going to be a dancer, yet she told a really cool story on that episode about how she ended up being a singer-songwriter instead. And Jillian, as a young girl, you just briefly alluded, alluded to this uh, 10 or 15 minutes ago, but you did ballet, tap, jazz, modern dance, and then you even went to arts camps, local musicals, competitions. Obviously, the mold had been cast for you to be a performer but what signaled the shift to doing what you do now instead of, say, uh, keeping up with dance, for example? What, what was the... Sorry, was there, was was the there some event that took place that made you decide, you know, I'm, I'm going all in with, with being a, a singer-songwriter. I, oh, I, I have okay. no use for dance anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was actually considering being a professional dancer or doing Broadway because I, I did dance, act, and, and sing. But honestly, I got to tell you, um, it's a really hard lifestyle, and there's really not a lot of money um, in it. And although uh, you know, money isn't the most important thing on my mind, it's uh, it is on my mind. And uh, you know, I I had to kind of weigh it out and go, do I want to work that hard and have that kind of lifestyle? Um, or would I rather do the music? And what really led me to the conclusion was that I really deeply fell in love with songwriting. It was just, it was a gut thing that just, I felt like I was in love with it. I felt like I couldn't live without it. Mm -hmm. And I love performing and I love dancing and I love acting. And um, using all of that, you're kind of dancing somebody else's dream, somebody mm. else's script. Mm. So the songwriting was a way for me to really express who I am and my heart and my teachings. And, um, and so I went with that instead wow. and not, that, not that, uh, there's, uh, there's been, you know, great money in it uh, over the years, but, and hopefully there will, there will be again, um, 
but you really have to just go with like what what do you what do you really really in love with like what makes your heart sing so it was the songwriting wow i love it i love it i, I i'm glad you you described that and it sounds like it wasn't you know something that happened overnight in other words it wasn't well i broke my foot you know and decided i wasn't going to dance anymore oh <laughs> gosh i had this terrible run in with somebody at a you know at a theater one time it just sounds to me like this was something that was you know the fire in the belly and and you just kind of you know pondered it for long enough that you decided, you know, this is, this is where my heart is. Um, so good. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that with us. Um, we're going to close today with a song of yours entitled spill, but before we let you go, do please tell the listeners all about this song. Spill is about someone you love, not reciprocating your love. And instead of, you know, getting pissed off about it, you kind of, kill them with your best and kill them with kindness and spill your best all over them. So it's about, you know, that kind of, uh, love dynamic (laughs) (laughs) and, 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 and choosing to really, uh, just spill them, spill my best all over them. And, uh, yeah, it was definitely, I wrote it from a place of, of sadness and, and, and pain. Um, Mm. but the light came through and, and it taught me how to handle the situation. Well, uh, you know, thank you for opening up like that because obviously it, you know, it came from a personal experience. And so those aren't always the easiest to talk about. It's easy to write a song about it and, um, you know, let it, let it, move someone else but uh thank you for for opening up and and uh just taking us behind that song just a little bit like you did of course and jillian just thanks ever so much uh, for your time today really enjoyed the conversation really grateful to to have had you on the show thank you so much bruce what an awesome thing you're doing it's it's stuff like this that makes the artist world go around and we can't do it without you and and it's really an honor and i'm so grateful Thank you so much. That will do it for this week's edition of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to the lovely Jillian Spear, singer, songwriter, and guitar player. Remember to check out www.jillianspear.com and then engage with her on social media. So like her Facebook page, follow her on Twitter, follow her on Instagram, and subscribe to her YouTube channel and watch and like the videos on there. And of course, do purchase her new EP, Daggers and Suede, which is available on iTunes. For that matter, tell her you heard her and her music on Now Hear This Entertainment. And as I mentioned before, keep up with her online so you can watch for news as it becomes available about the full-length album when that gets released. Don't forget to visit www.nowhearthis.biz and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. And of course, please do subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. Give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio too, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating. That really does help the show a lot. If you are listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and repost episodes there. That's how you share on SoundCloud. And you can also follow on SoundCloud. Let's get your feedback on the show, too. Post your comments or questions on the Now Hear This Facebook page. There are links to it and Twitter and even the Now Hear This official YouTube channel, all on nowhearthis.biz. Plus, there's a link there to this show on Instagram. Or send us an email. The email address is on the contact page of nowhearthis.biz. We have been recording the show at the great facilities at Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out online on their website at www.cbpro.net. That's CB as in Crystal Blue. Thanks for listening. We'll send you out today with another song from Jillian Spear. This is the one she just talked about. It's called Spill. I gotta speak.
keep 